You could be falling for a crypto scam and you wouldn't even know it. They have become ever more brazen and elaborate and have stolen billions from unsuspecting victims. So, let's start with the basics then. What is a giveaway scam? Well, as the name suggests, it's a scam where free crypto is being given away. When it comes to how these giveaway scams operate, you'll usually be told to go to some link that will show you a website or landing page detailing the steps of the giveaway. There'll be fake transactions that you can see going through as they try to convince you that people are indeed getting paid. Now, most of these scams usually have a timer on them as a pressure tactic to make you think you have to act quickly. On to our next scam, though, and these can be just as damaging. Yes, the rug pull. Now, as the name suggests, a rug pull is when someone else pulls the rug from under you. They rob you of your funds, disappear, and leave you holding the bank. Today, rug pulls are quite prevalent in the NFT and DeFi spaces. Once the mint is completed and the people have their NFTs, the project creators delete all websites, socials, and digital communications. They pull the rug and leave you on your behind. On to our next scam, and this one can sometimes be quite hard to spot. That's the infamous phishing scam. They first started popping up in the crypto space when they were used by hackers to get access to people's exchange account details and steal their funds from there. As we left off the last episode, we started to unpack the actual founders of Yuga Labs and the apes. And from my research and watching and listening to some interviews, my early analysis is that these guys seem like nice guys. In the press run they did seemed to be orchestrated, calculated, and a bit forced. Remember, these guys initially wanted to stay anonymous. And in one of these articles I read, they really leaned into the idea that they felt, once they were outed, that they were scared that someone would do something to them, some violence, either in the real or virtual world. That sounds a bit odd. I mean, according to them, these are just some innocent ape drawings that is fine art that's tied into a gamification model. These guys didn't create some tool that could expose a corrupt government leader or steal secrets from the NSA. So what is all the fuss about here? Possibly a guilty conscience? Here's Filion again, who I'm going to lean on until I get through this incredibly odd and bizarre conspiracy demonstration of sorts, but it does make some incredible points. The third founder of Board Ape Yacht Club goes by Gordon Goner the same name Ryder used for the website piecing this all together. This was done for SEO purposes, so that when you type in Gordon Goner on Google, Ryder's website pops up first. In an interview with Wiley from 2014, he stated, the only book that I don't like is Mein Kampf, but I haven't read it. When asked innocently about books, he resorted to making Hitler jokes? 
Yeah, there's probably nothing to see here, right? This is just more proof that Wiley's attempt at edgy humor dates back to 2014. In an interview with Rolling Stone, Gordon Goner stated he chose the name because it sounded like Joey Ramone, lead singer of the Ramones. It should be known that Bored Ape Yacht connection to the Rolling Stone is not random. It's through Neil Strauss, author of The Game, who is apparently writing about the subculture of Bored Ape Yacht Club. Gordon Goner is a full phrase anagram for Drongo Negro. Drongo is Australian slang for stupid, and Negro means black. Drongo is also tossed around on 4chan and Reddit. It's not simply a random word. It is also conveniently a species of black bird. Another example of a hyper-specific double-meaning term or phrase in Bored Ape Yacht Club. There's not much else known about Wiley Arano, aka Gordon Goner, besides loose leads that allege he's a crypto-fascist. And his dad is literally Don Arano, portrayed by John Travolta in Speed Kills. Both Gargamel and Gordon Goner are writers and creatives, according to the CEO of Yuga Labs, Nicole Muniz. So... Nicole Munez, the lone female of the Ape crew, was named the CEO of Yuga Labs, the parent company. And I've watched a few interviews with her, or dare I say, propaganda videos, where she has lobbed softball questions and gives esoteric answers taken from the Young Tech Entrepreneur Handbook. When pressed about the various racist elements and Nazi symbolism, she sounds like a polished politician has been media trained. Can you take me back to the origin story of Board 8 Yacht Club? It was almost exactly a year ago. Garga, who's one of the founders, texted Gordon um, with, hey, let's make an NFT. So Garda and, uh, Garga and Gordon were both really into crypto. They were really active in the community, but they are writers, um, that's actually their background. Um, they are storytellers, they're creatives. And so like crypto was this thing that like they were fascinated by and they like loved, but they were never able to actively participate in. Right, in there was a barrier to entry, Exactly, right? exactly, because it was technical. Yeah. And they're not technical, they're, they're writers, they're creatives, they're storytellers, like that's, that's what they do. So it's, it's entirely uh, critical that you understand the context of anything. So the issue with Board Ape Yacht Club is that they're not providing any context. The context that they provided is that literally it's meaningless. They, they said that these are just apes in a swamp who like drawing penises on a penis wall. That's the official story of Board Ape Yacht Club from the mouth of Nicole, the CEO. Like, that's it. Like, end. Done. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing else. They called me with like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, and like, you know, just explaining the idea. And I kind of giggled and was like, oh yeah, I mean, but people are just gonna draw penises. And that was it, like, I was just like, I didn't think anything of it. We hung up, but like, the stupid thing that I said, that I never would have thought about, right. transformed into, well, what if they do draw pe penises? Yeah. And, where do people draw penises? And, you know, it turned into, well, it's a bathroom. Right. You know, it's a toilet stall. And it's a dive bar. And, but it's not a dive bar. It's a yacht club that's a dive bar. 
but it's in a swamp. And it's gonna be this like future vision of Miami. And you know, it's all of these like bored apes. Um, and they just created this like story and this world. So there you have it, kids. You too can raise $450 million from Andreessen Horowitz with the idea of apes, dicks, and bathroom stalls. It all seems so convenient and easy, doesn't it? And these public statements sound like they have just created some experimental art project that in a fluke, with no calculation whatsoever, overnight turned the Bored Ape Yacht Club into the darlings of the NFT world. And like Joe Rogan said, maybe a few years from now, a lot of people will turn to each other and go, what the fuck were we doing here? I'm showing you is the marketplace. Board, the Bored Ape Yacht Club. That image is worth $340,000? I don't understand. But here's my problem. I can have that photo and I can have it on my phone. Sh sure, but what but you, you don't own it exactly. What does it mean? You don't. You but don't. I have it on my phone. I think a few years from now, people are gonna wake up and they go, "What the fuck are we paying you money that's for? What's gonna happen? What is this? You think? What are we doing? For now, the NFTs don't seem to be going anywhere. Although it is a crypto winner, and many people have lost millions of dollars, the ape story is just one percent told at this point, and I'm curious where it's headed. Let's play a game of I Spy. The cover of this Rolling Stone art is a direct reference to Hieronymus Bosch, who painted pictures like these in order to hide things in them. Spot the racist dog whistle. Ape hands are a racist dog whistle, alluding to the practice of Belgian King Leopold II cutting off Congolese hands for punishment in not working hard enough to produce rubber. The Congolese then started cutting off fellow African hands as it became a currency valuable to the Belgians in itself. Never underestimate the ability for Bored Ape Yacht Club founders to be this demented. Let's try this again. This is footage of the Bored Ape Yacht Club video game. See anything interesting? What's up with these bananas? Why is the bushel of bananas conveniently shaped like a swastika? 4. SAS Zayshan Ali, software engineer. The fourth founder of Bored Ape Yacht Club goes by SAS, and going off the theme of hidden meanings throughout their entire project, this is also deliberate. SA is the abbreviation for Sturmetablung, and SS for the Schutzstaffel. SAS, or SASS, is the combination of the two primary Nazi military divisions. There are two possibilities that explain the behavior of the founders. Number one is easy, they are neo-Nazis. Number two is a bit more complex, and Ryder believes we need new terms to describe what's happening. In other words, this is an internet troll's wet dream, post-ironic racism on the world stage. This means that this is a meme, but it doesn't look like one because there's nothing to indicate otherwise. This can also be described as Poe's Law. It's impossible to know if someone is joking unless they add an LOL at the end of a message to indicate how it's supposed to be perceived. In other words, Bored Ape Yacht Club founders are layering on the irony of troll behavior to the point where it's just doomed. The best way I can describe it is beating a dead horse until the horse comes alive again and then dies again from the irony. In the beginning of this video, Filion himself poses the question, how many coincidences does there need to be for you to believe there was evil and racist intentions behind the creation of the apes? For him, he said just one. I'm being more lenient here, and three episodes in, if I was a gambling man, I would have to bet 
that there were sinister intentions across the board. I would go as far as saying that it was a strategy. It was being cute, esoteric, all that stuff. But for me, the Nazi and anti-Semite references are undeniable. In one piece of journalism about the apes and the experimental artist Ryder Rips, who we talked about earlier, he talks about a phone call between himself and the new Bored Ape Yacht Club Hollywood manager Guy O'Siri. O'Siri told Rips that he was Jewish. I think he even stated that he was Israeli and that there is no way he would affiliate himself with the apes for any amount of money. I was born in Jerusalem, so Jerusalem is a strong connection. You know, you know I mean, the thing I'm working on the most is looking for new ideas, looking for, and if there's a new idea and there's a connection to working with uh, some entrepreneurs in Israel, that's very exciting for me. So my home is here and my other home is in Israel. And they're two, two totally different kind of homes. Um, and you know, you never leave either of them. Well, I started when I was uh, 16. And I started working with Madonna when I was 17. In popular culture today, we have seen the cycle of stories having to do with race and let's say the canceling of celebrities or major public figures or politicians that write, speak, or agree with rhetoric that is ignorant, out of touch, or just stupid when it comes to racial dynamics. How the Bored Ape Yacht Club has escaped this fate as of now is curious at best. In the ape evolution, Journalists have been poking around, mainly, and I'm gonna butcher this name, Katie Notopolis, The Daily Beast. February 4th, 2022, Katie Notopolis, a writer at BuzzFeed, wrote an article covering the identities of the founders of Board Ape Yacht Club. And where exactly do you think she got her information from? Ryder Rips. However, she stated, Solano and Arano don't appear to have any particular red flags, which, as we know, is a flat-out lie. Pressured by Guy Oseri, Kate Natopoulos ran a softball story in an effort to save faith. The rise of the alt-right, white supremacist gangs, and militias are a hot topic in the news and inside the halls of the FBI and the Justice Department. And obviously, the message boards of 4chan and other demented internet creations that house all these sickos spewing homegrown hate. The alt-right and the bored apes? It seems like a stretch, right? Or is it? Could there also be symbolism within the art that winks and nods to some groups like the Boogaloo Boys? By the way, horrible name for a white supremacist gang. The Boogaloo Boys were born on the weapon board of 4chan known as K. Think of them as paramilitary incels, or Chan LARPers. They can be classified by their Hawaiian shirts and absurdist meme styles to make anyone who calls them out look insane. It can be a very effective tactic when trolling. This Board Ape Yacht Club shirt is an exact Boogaloo Boy Hawaiian shirt used to LARP by 4chan users. This is Ape 1488. The number 14 is a neo-Nazi dog whistle. 
it is a direct reference to the white supremacist slogan known as the 14 words. We must secure the existence of our people and future for white children. The slogan was coined by David Lane, a member of the white supremacist terrorist group known as the Order. The number 88 is white supremacist alpha numerical code for HH, which stands for Hail Hitler. 1488, which is also included in the ADL database or the Anti-Defamation League, is a combination of these two hate symbols. But uh, the fact is, guys, I've been on the internet 20 years. I know pretty much about every single different slur that's in the English language and a few in other languages as well. So not only do I understand all the slurs, I also understand the euphemisms like 1488. Here is where it gets really dark. What do you see on this ape? No, not the bloodshot eyes. This ape is wearing a prison outfit with the numbers 0198. If we take out the zeros, a practice in cryptography called null padding, we are left with 1987, which we can deduce is a year. You see, 1987 is a reference to the year that Rudolf Hess, a Nazi hero, died in the Spandau prison in West Berlin as a result of his conviction during the Nuremberg trials. I gotta admit something. Filion here is going deep into a world that I've not spent a long time investigating or reporting on. Every time I see books or read in-depth magazine articles about white power gangs, it gives me a sick feeling in my stomach. I've tackled some violent subjects in my work, but for some reason the idea of spending months trying to understand these fucking cretins just doesn't sit right with me. I can't sit here and say I believe the founders could have been this dark and twisted. And they all seem to come from multicultural backgrounds. So that is where Filion, I think, is stretching this conspiracy. But it still has me wondering how Not everyone who has a board ape is aware of the inherent racism. Let me point your attention to the sales activity tab. If someone is selling an ape, they set the price. Interestingly enough, there is a pattern of selling apes for variations of 88 Ethereum, ending prices in 0.88 or 0.14. This is a cut and dry example of esoteric racism. Ape 6969 features the same prison jumpsuit and a Prussian helmet with a shit-eating grin. This is a troll hidden in plain sight designed to mock everyone who looks at it. The odds of Ape 6969, which is a troll in itself, having both the prison jumpsuit and a Prussian helmet is statistically near impossible. Apes in the Bored Ape Yacht Club project are adorned with various characteristics. This can include clothing, accessories, eyes, faces, anything you see on these apes can be randomly generated to produce the final product that we see as an ape. By design, some of these characteristics are more rare than others, which means more desirable which results in a higher price. Some of these characteristics are harmless, but there is a definite through line with one characteristic in particular, headwear. The Prussian helmet is known as a pickelob, which is a reference to the German Empire from 1871 to 1919. The Vietnam era helmet features an ace of spades card attached to the helmet, which was a custom American soldiers started in World War II, but continued in Vietnam. In Vietnam, however, American soldiers would leave an ace of spades on dead Vietnamese soldiers. Why the Prussian helmet? Nowhere online has any of the founders answered to this, and guess what? They probably never will. Cause that's the game, right? Keep moving out of the news cycle, put the conspiracy theory in the past, and then grow into a billion dollar empire. The people, the masses, they just got too much to occupy their minds right now. Who cares about some hipster art project and NFT juggernaut? that was created to fuck with guys 
who live inside their parents' basements. Next time on the Board Ape Yacht Club. <laughs>